Developers, 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 developers of the world. Steam machining. This is Ads and Access, episode 95, Oh, the Three-Handedness, on Sunday, September 29th, 2013, and now with a grainy beaver. This episode of Athenexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petchel. Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm doing well. Really? Yeah, I had an eventful last couple days. Really? What'd you do? Watched the rainfall very rapidly upon myself. So you didn't pour urine on yourself this week? I, I was going to, but it would just wash right off. Oh, I see. Like, I was up in a tree, wind was blowing like crazy, and I was in a little birch tree this time. And um, See, I always try to find a different tree to hang in. Because you ruined the last one, or what? Well, you see, I put a lot of stress on trees when I'm in them. And I don't want to stress them out so much that they tip over. So if I, you know, pick a tree every day, it's uh, normally helpful to the environment. But, well, uh, the environment thanks you. Yeah, well, it got quite a watering this last trip. Like, I thought I had bad weather when I was just in that mist the whole time. Mm-hmm. This was just rain and rain and rain. I was just soaking wet. And, and what, like, what, do you, what do you call that kind of weather? Uh, I think it's uh, monsoon season or something uh, around there. No, I would call that a storm. But oh, A storm. Uh, monsoon could be fine, I guess. Well, I mean, it was just nonstop rain for four days. Yes, a nonstop storm. Yeah, well, either way, I'm going to spend like $300 in gas just on this deer chunk alone. So this is gonna this, this this cost of this meat is just going up and muff every time I have to drive all the way out here. Yeah, but, but that assumes you'll ever get it in in general. I'm I'm going to go one more time in this area. This is going to be the last time. Mm-hmm. I have to deliver a freezer, and after I make this delivery, I'm going to go hunt and hunt and hunt until I could find something to kill. Speaking of finding something to kill, uh, so you remember how last time I was telling you about that, those squirrels that wouldn't leave me alone? I was in their tree. I believe so. Well, this time I was in a tree and it was raining. And then some crows started circling me and cawing at me, and I was in a pine tree. And then I just moved to the birch for the last two days. But while I was in this birch tree, this big old porcupine just starts climbing the tree right in front of me. And I'm just hearing its little claws going up and down, like, oh, i got to go poke this thing. So I hop down, I have the quiver on my back, I pull out an arrow, and I start poking next to it. And you it's thought like, it would be a good idea to poke a porcupine. Well, it just cowered. Like, it didn't actually, like, you know how the, before they start spewing, they just curl up their needles? Right. The, the needles were flat. And then, uh, so I'm just poking next to it, and it lifts up its cute little claw, and like, oh, I see you. You're still there? Hiding again. It was just hiding in a tree. It was very cute. You didn't catch it. So, I did say cute little porcupine, but it did look about 40 pounds, hmm. and I didn't want to hold it. Because wise. even if Even if it was dead. It, I, it might be prickly. You know, and my grandpa said uh, I should kill it because those mm, something s word heads are something with an f to all the pine trees in the area. <laughs> and my grandpa's and my dad was like, you know, you you don't know what your broadheads do yet. Like, how do they come out? I'm like, I don't know. I got to shoot something first. Because I'm hunting with these new not spider broadheads, but grim reaper broadheads. Yeah, you told me or showed me. Made in America. Told me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Also. Uh, yeah, like, I, I didn't. I, I'll bring gloves next time. Well... And if I find them, I'll uh, carry one home. Okay, well... You Wouldn't you just love a taxidermid turkey porcupine thing right on top of your thing? Where would you put it? Next to the boxes? Uh, I'd probably put it behind the door. I mean, two weeks from now is grouse, like, as normal. Like, you know how I always go grouse hunting and stuff? I don't like, actually, but I believe you. Oh, well, the jiggly squirrel in the back, that was from last oh, year's grouse hunt. It's funny how that had anything to do with the squirrel, then, because if it was grouse... Well, and... I got my small game license. I mean, I can... Anything's legal game. For you, yes. Well, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I, no, I, 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 I'm allowed to take squirrel. 
I'm sure you, you are. The DNR does have suggested guidelines, and using a 12 gauge is not among them, but it was legal for me to take. Well, as long as it was legal, that's all that matters. Yeah. Not really. But uh, what have you been up to in my absence? Oh, well, you know, uh, I, I did actually work this week for the first time this season. Um, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Uh, what was that? That was Intro to Excel. Yeah. No, that's that's not so much the next story. But I do have uh, elevator news. I don't know if I told the audience about the elevators last semester season or whatever that was. Um, but uh, the elevators at Central, my, my place of working, they're shiny. So here's a picture. I'll put a link on the... Um, internet sometime it looks the same oh no 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 no! i don't have a picture of the old ones because i never thought that would be important but the old <laughs> but the old one looks like um a carnival like you know like buttons you'd find in a carnival i don't know they look the same i just saw the new picture there are buttons and they're labeled with floors the old one had a five in it because the old ones use the old floor numbering system well anyway the elevator's wonderful it goes up and down congratulations the old one didn't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you demand to go to the fourth floor, it doesn't go to the fourth and a half floor. It just goes up. So that's great. Um, so tomorrow, however, um, or whenever the next day at work is, uh, I will be doing my own class, which is actually uh, Website Basics. And that class will be very scary because I'll be teaching. That's not scary. Well, Website Basics is kind of scary because I have to actually know what I'm talking about with respect to not web design, not web programming, not PHP, not JavaScript, not CSS. No, none of the things I'm actually good at. What do I have to be good at? WordPress. No, not even not, WordPress. Not even WordPress? It must be Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace. Squarespace. What? Why can't you just... Man, I wish Squarespace would just sponsor us. I could stop making fun of them for sucking. Here's the problem. Squarespace makes it hard for somebody who knows what they want to actually just make it. You have to tinker a lot heavily for hours and hours on end and you know you've always told me that people just love paying for things and people love this idea of being in control you've told me this many times oh yeah because you you've worked for clients who have fed flooring desires and such things yeah and i uh outsourced it all to you right well and when it when i realized i couldn't make it look um legitimate right like so if you go to right now to minnesota org. Um, or Minnesota Trappers Association dot org. That's true. I could make a website like that. Like, do you see it? I'm getting there. Hold on. Like, do, do you see the graininess of that beaver that looks at you when you first get to that site? Oh, that is pretty bad. Like, do you, and do you see the fox that comes over next? I like the fox. Like, I mean, do you see how grainy the, the images? The, but are? the grainy beavers. Like the grainy beavers and foxes are just so bad. I could make a site just like that. Like I can do I can that. I can make it a little bit better than that. I can make it on par or better than that. But like to make something like one page, like just you think one page is easy, but the way you balanced out the majestic flooring tc dot com. Well, that wasn't very good because we didn't have any original content. That, that's fun. Um, I'll make the exotic flooring tc dot net better. Yeah, and but, it's going to be a porcupine <laughs> in the claws of a hawk. But the the thing is. Squarespace makes it just so much harder to do the things that I know how to do. Like, if you wanted to have an image float around some text, I know how to do that in CSS. It's effortless now. I understand how it works. Nice. But in Squarespace, I really have no idea what's going on. Um, but I, it doesn't matter. The reason I tell everybody in those classes to use Squarespace is because they don't get to complain to me when they buy it. They get to complain to Squarespace. Clever. Like, that's the point. They advertise... 100% call-free f- waiting support. That <laughs> sounds like a scam. 
<laughs> that's why it I paused. That's why I paused when I said it. I don't really know what that means now. Um. Okay. Well, it's Squarespace. Squarespace sponsor us now. I mean, I love the company. It's just not for me. Like I love Qualcomm. They're for me though, but I won't buy them. Expensive. We'll buy them posthumously. Well, you know, we've had beavers and foxes, but we don't have possumly yet for possums. Okay. Well. Yeah, so that that's what I was doing for work. Well, that sounds fun. I I finished my graph execution program for my class, um, but I thought I should submit it right as one might do. It's due on Thursday. Oh, good. This week, no, no submission form on the Moodle. Just just no. No, just ask for it on Tuesday. Oh, <sighs> uh, tomorrow is the lab, so presumably oh. I should ask my TA because the professor doesn't know what a Moodle is. He said the TAs are in charge of Moodle, but that goes to show you that the TAs don't like it either. Who likes Moodle? No one. But I have a better story, one that involves neither WordPress nor Squarespace nor anything else that's interesting. It involves something much more lovable. Must be your dog. <laughs> I see your hesitation there, like, yeah, dog, no. Actually, I do have an amazing picture of the dog. Um... I love the one you took of it in the cat bed. I mean, that was... That was good, but this picture's a little bit mm, different. Um, it to be better than a grainy beaver. Or a grainy fox. So... Or muskrat. So this is a picture of the dog sleeping. <laughs> it looks dead. <laughs> like, when things die, their tongues hang out like that. Like, you you kill anything. This, oh, I got a tongue out. <laughs> that thing, the way its eyes shut... Like, when a mammal dies, it looks like that. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> There's no life in that. So you like that picture, right? Uh, I have to say, it's uh, Great. posthumous or whatever. No. Yeah, it sounds fake. Yeah, regardless. you do sound fake. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, no, no. This has to do with my cat. What did Samba your cat do? Samba the cat. Well, what did the cat do? Did it set up a sharing server between all your computers? Oh, actually, I know. I actually updated the server from 11.10 to 12.04. More Samba, you know? No, it's more or less identical, but now whenever I use the VNC, it doesn't bug me. Oh, yeah. Nice. No, anyway, the the real cat, the Samba. Um, that's funny. No, so um, I think it was last night. It was like it got down to fifty here for the first time in a while. Yeah, did it take another shelf? No, it didn't. Still can't believe it could do that. It did it. No, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but what did it do? This so, time? so yeah, it was fifty, right? And that's pretty cold for plants outside because I was storing my inside plants outside for the summer, let them grow better, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I thought I'd take them in because it was going to be fifty that night, and so I brought them in. And so I have a big plant that has a big, like, very tall ceramic container, and the, it's pretty heavy. The blue pot one, not the big one on the deck. It's smaller than that, but pretty okay. heavy because it. Full of dirt and it's ceramic, probably lead lined or something. I don't know. Mm. And so I'm carrying that, and cat's nowhere to be seen. Open the screen door to go into the house with the plant, runs out. Mm. And the dog's already outside. So what does the good dog do? Blocks it. Blocks it? No, no. It waits for it to pass it and then runs after it, chasing the cat out the yard. Did you get it back? No. Oh. So the cat. Ran into the alley, and so I had to put the, the the plant down and then run out into the yard and open the gate and almost die because my mom left a garden fork in the pathway. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know, she did this. And so then I get out into the alley. The cat's right about there, and it does its little cat thing and, you know, slinks across the ground and suddenly just bolts into the neighbor's yard. And it's like, well, cool. If it wants to come back, it'll come back in a, an hour. Doesn't come back in an hour. And it's like, well, 
Okay, fine. Last time I found a cat, it was in my well mewing at me to let it in. Okay, fine. So I open my, my window well's window. So if it wants to come in, it'll just hop in my well and mew sometime in the night. Mm-hmm. No mews all night long. And it's like, okay, fine. It'll come home when it's hungry by noon. No cat by noon. No, just just no. Where was the cat? Should have come home, right? Mm-hmm. So my mom comes home today. She was uh, visiting one of her friends and eagle watching up north. She comes home today and I tell her, yeah, the cat got out last night. Haven't seen him since. And she's like, oh, it's too bad. He'll come back, though. So then, like 20 minutes after she's been home, we hear a mew. Where? <laughs> Where do you think? Well, the story's going. It's probably inside your house already. That's right. He was already inside the house. How'd he get in? That is the question that we do not know the answer to. It was just sitting there, drinking water, and then mewing at me to feed it. Suddenly. Did you leave the door at all, open at all? No. When you were looking for it? No, I didn't. That's amazing. I know. So this is Samba the cat, the cat who got back in. That's uh, quite the tall tale. Cat tale. That was my <laughs> I weekend. I actually hear about people collecting those. I don't know if that's real. You know, nobody collects parts of cats. Probably for good reasons, because I would think that would be frowned upon. By who? People who like cats that are living and whole. I mean, there's bounties on all sorts of other critters. Bounties? Like where and who? Well, you know how cities trying to get rid of possums? You kill a possum and bring its tail into county hall. It's not a domesticated pet. Kind of different. But they're feral cats. Yes, but those are for fair game. They are, and you're allowed to take them out. Right, but a house cat is different. Well, when it's out in the woods, I classify it as, you know, feral. And well, you, 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 yeah, as well, you do that. The boom, boom, boom. So, yeah, that's Samba for you. <laughs> so I had a pigeon on the peak of my house, like the first peak. I told my dad there's a pigeon up there. And, like just sitting there? Yeah, and okay. so we don't want like, pigeons on the house. And so I take the air rifle and cock it up a bunch of times and take a shot at it. And like, I want to shoot at it. He's like, don't break a window. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. It's on the peak of the house. I can totally take it. Either way, um, I winged it. But it still took off and flew. And then my dad saw where it was at. And like, you said that wasn't going to break a window? I'm like, no. I mean, it was on the peak. I thought he was at the top peak. And then he was angry at me for putting a hole in the siding of the house. But uh, well, so, you can see that where the hole. I went. want to tell you one thing. Yeah. In my 20 years of living at this house, I've never seen a pigeon on the top of it or anywhere near me here at this location. So your house, your roof is just one piece. Yes. Mine isn't. Like, you know, I have eaves cut into my house. So that, like, I had to finish the attic. It's a pigeon attractor? Well, there's so many crooks and crannies. And pigeon likes crooks and crannies? They just can't get enough of them. Got a crooked candy? It's in there. Like, the the neighbor's houses, all the houses are on there. We, we have pigeon problems. Um, you have problems. I don't know if pigeons are one of them. You know, I think pigeons start with that. Okay, well. <sighs> wow. Yeah. I just hey, don't. I heard there's some news this week. You know, there was a lot of news this week. Do you, do you want to start with uh, the news this week now? Only if we have Blackberry. Well, we have Blackberry, and this might be the last time we ever have Blackberry. You said that the weeks before. Yeah, you know, it's funny, because I think that's... They're in the news more now than ever before. That's the recurring theme. Oh, Blackberry. On Monday. Do you well, know what happened to Blackberry? I was uh, shooting deer. Pretending to. Well, if you were Blackberry, what would you have done on Monday? I would sign a deal. I would To sign, get rid of myself. Uh, pretty much that's what happened. Uh, how about what, what? How much money would you spend? How many Instagrams? About four, maybe five Instagrams. That That's about what BlackBerry thought, too. BlackBerry signed a deal 
with Fairfax Financial Holdings, which is apparently a Canadian insurance and investment company, to basically buy the company for $4.7 billion. Mm. Do you yep. think we can turn that around? No. Uh, now, BlackBerry did reserve the right to accept an alternative bid if, at the end of six weeks, there was a higher bid on the table. Now, that's an amazing contract. Like, yeah. when I was trying to sell my Sable with bulk, or bulk triosculus as the discount code, I couldn't say, you have to bring it back if I find a better buyer in six weeks. Right. No, that is an amazing deal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder what promo code they had to enter for that. Now, there's also a deal on the other side from Fairfax, is if at the end of the six weeks, Fairfax discovers anything untoward, they don't have to pay them. But they still get the company? No. Oh. <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> no, no, that'd be cheap. No, there's, there's lawyers around here that could do something like that. I'm sure they could. I mean, they're, they're American lawyers are the best at swindling. Well, these are Canadian lawyers, so they'll say... Um, Something. Past maple syrup or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So I'd have dump to dump it on my fries. <sighs> You're messed up, by the He's... way. <laughs> All right, Blackberry's uh, manufacturing partner, Jalbit Circuit, <laughs> oh, no, uh, no. might discontinue making Blackberry handsets due to the downward spiral their company is facing. Can you imagine? <laughs> you suck at talking. Oh. Can you imagine your only hardware partner? I don't know if that's their only hardware partner. Can you imagine a major hardware partner just bailing on you? I mean, an original partner like this guy? No. Yeah. I mean, that's... Because it's pretty... one person. Yeah. Yeah. And if that wasn't bad enough, T-Mobile is deciding to no longer sell Blackberries in their retail stores. And instead, they'll only be online. Well, that's... uh Do, do you know why? Why? Because T-Mobile says that the... BlackBerry experience has not resonated well with their retail stores. Well, that's because BBM Messenger isn't out. Oh, was that this week or was that last week? Well, supposed to be this week. Yeah, it I didn't, didn't even, happen. I didn't even put that in the show notes, but good reminding me. Well, uh, I'll sum it up for you. BBM supposed to be out this week? Well, we know we talked about it last week. That's why. But it was supposed to come out last week. And we talked about it being delayed because they delayed it. They said it was going to be delayed before it actually came out. Like it wasn't launch day. They said they halted it. No, it was. Brian Mitchell and the whole squad of squatters. They were here. Well, they were here, and we talked about it. That's yeah, and then it was delayed the day after. You don't get BBM people. <laughs> Either way, but it's not something you can't get. If you wanted to get a iPhone 5S or 5C, um, but you didn't want to do $100 a month for the big four uh, carriers, like, you know how it's lots of money to have that. You know, on Verizon or AT&T or whatever. But if you... Don't mind having a sucky service. You can go to Virgin Mobile and starting in early October, you can buy those brand new phones for their unsubsidized price. So $650. Starting. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's like eight something for the nice ones. Kind of expensive. Yeah, I know. You can like uh, get a car. You get three Nexus 5s. Or you can get like three Mercury Sables or four Tauruses. Wow. Uh, I think a Nexus 5 still might be better. Probably. Like, if you get three, you hold one, and you use the other two to just float. Well, if you buy three of the cars, I'm sure between pooling all three of the cars' parts together, you get a working one. Okay, then. And keep it running for quite some time. Doubt it. I have no doubts on that. Well, I think you should have doubts about T-Mobile, because T-Mobile CFO Braxton Carter. That's right, Braxton. That's how you say that word. Yes, you do that. He says that he expects more consolidation in the future markets among the big four American carriers, you know, the ones we were just talking about. He thinks that the logical conclusion that T-Mobile and Sprint would merge, hmm, crickets, 
And he uh, didn't actually say anything about the problems with merging, because that would be too obvious and intuitive for a CFO. Uh, but it would be weird for them to merge because, well, uh, Sprint is now owned by a large foreign company, and T-Mobile kind of just got out of their foreign company ownership, I believe, right? Didn't, yeah. Didn't that happen? Mm-hmm. So that would be weird. And uh, last time I checked, Sprint uses CDMA and T-Mobile uses GSM. Now, I know they're both converging on GSM, but they have different frequencies on, on uh, LTE on GSM anyway. So probably not a good plan. Why don't we just keep it with Big Four? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all the carriers, all the big four have deployed their Moto X yes. awesomeness. And so everyone loves it. Everybody's got it. But now uh, Motorola is working on a new phone, the Motorola Junior. No, wait. No, that would be a good name for it. Wow, you're right. That Mini is- Moto. That would have been a great name. Moto Y, Moto Anything, all those beautiful names it could come up with. But no, their new model is going to be the DVX. DVR? No, DVX. Aww. That is going to be their new premier, smaller, low-tier phone that has changeable backplates, but won't allow for custom designs. So a phone that can have so it, swapping. So wait, you're telling me that it's a lower tier than the Moto X. The Moto X that has hardware. High, it's high tier. That The Moto X that, that it has. That beats your Nexus 4. That is my Nexus 4 internally. We better. No, 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 no. Didn't see any you better can't, There's no internal chopping sensor. It's got a patented chop bar. I feel like this is a bad plan. You know, I think they agree with you. I, I hope the Moto X becomes the low tier instead. That no 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 no. I mean the mini. I mean the DVX can't have. What are they going to call the better Moto X then? The AVX or something? XVD at backwards. Oh, gosh. I would do that. Yeah, you would, and I would almost buy it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey Google. You know. Gmail. It's getting flack again. For what? Well, you know, people don't know what ads are, and I don't blame them. Ads, they exist, but nobody knows anything about them. Neither do judges, because a federal judge has ruled that that Google probably is violating federal and California wiretapping laws by reading people's emails for spam scanning and ad contextual analysis. You know what I would like to see happen? Google just drop support in California. That would just be amazing. So for their own campus, how would that work? Oh, the local. Like not uh, publicly usable by the other people. Like oh, okay. I'm sure they'd have a login and they wouldn't squaggle or squeal. So I feel uh, I don't I feel conflicted about this. Like I mean screw California. That's what Amazon tried to pull and then California collapsed. Wait, what? You know Yeah. Can you imagine a world without Gmail? Yeah, this is you have to go to California and experience how terrible of a country that is. I, I, actually, if everybody loses Gmail universally, like if everybody on Earth loses Gmail, I won't be any worse off because I won't get email anymore. It's okay. Nobody else can send me email and I won't get it. So it doesn't matter. But if I'm the only one who can't use Gmail, then I'm screwed. Well, then you'd probably want to move to a better state, like Minnesota or not Kentucky or even Pennsylvania. Right, right. So, I mean, I hear there's some podcasters there that are looking for uh, people to listen to their show, and you can't do that in California. There's at least one. Hope for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, but speaking of Gmail, there's an update for the Android app uh, coming soon, and it will make viewing emails more in line with the card style Google's after. Uh, each message will be a smaller card in a conversation that um, you can tab to you can tab to expand and make it viewable. It's weird. Yeah, it, it's actually really nice. It's more like the uh, Google Plus views like each thing is a card so or very much like the um google now better not be coming to the gingerbread i'm pretty sure that it will be not gingerbread compatible because I, I like the way mine looks um now there, there's more to this story that i didn't have when i wrote this um people have dissected the apk you know the, the thing that the, the jar file the zip file mm-hmm. and apparently google will soon be adding ads in line the gmail mobile app so you know the promotions tab thing that mm-hmm. that well it might not just be there but if it, it could start there presumably that you'll see an ad and it'll be there and if you want it you tap it and if you don't want it you swipe it away but they'll just appear and if so, it was only in the promotional tab i'm fine with that. that'd be okay I, I don't care yeah that'd be okay with me too all I'm, that goes if there. i'm in the promotional section i want to buy something right exactly now but if it gets into my inbox i will be so angry you have to get thunderbird mobile app i might have to I don't even know what I would do. They'd be like losing Gmail just for myself. Hey, does Mozilla have a Thunderbird? For that? They even conti- discontinued that on the desktop. But no, everyone still—you can still go download it. I mean, just because you can download something doesn't mean you free should. Free is fine. I oh. mean, I remember using the original Thunderbird. I remember looking at it to steal someone's passwords or something. Oh, that's William. Log in for us. Thank you. Start to download. What was he thinking? I don't know. Yes. Well, He's you know, great. it's been a long time since Hangouts has had an update, and finally it is reaching parity with a web version. And, and what it's doing this time is in the new update, there will be little green bubbles and little gray bubbles on each person's contact picture. And the green one means they're active, which either means they're using the app directly or on the device right now, or if it's gray, it means they're not available for chatting. So finally, after months of crying, status indicators are finally back in the mobile app. Nice. It's wonderful. It's much appreciated. Yeah. So, um, you know, as long as we're talking about Google, so do you know how they have that YouTube thing? Yes. And so you know how a lot of people used YouTube before they did the other things, and so there's a bit of an identity crisis. Like, So people have yeah. little YouTube accounts, and now everyone's got these beautiful beautiful looking google plusing well, and their online career thing and then so everything else it was really weird because a few months ago google thought hey you know we have this cool social network why don't we just integrate it with our other youtube property why don't we just do that but then they didn't force people they just gave them a choice like you could either be john gruber wait that's a person crap <laughs> oops well is that you... really what just pops in your mind john gruber <laughs> you're terrible you're I... an apple link yeah well, you could either be John Gruber or your real name. Or Fireball. Oh, wait. You could be Daring Fireball, or you could be your real name, John Gruber. Or I could be uh, Foo For You, or I could be Matthew Petrel. Right. That's, that's my YouTube thing. Exactly. So, and so they've been screaming at me to change for, yeah. like, last forever. And I'm like, dude, every time I do this, you're making it harder for me to just hit the X button. Because <laughs> I'm not merging my identities. But right. Google wants you to merge your existing identity so they can rate, like, people's things better. And plus, you can then embeddedly just... Plus it. Like, so what they're doing is they want a new comment scheme, mm-hmm. and this will combat the, um, the the vicious comments that happen on YouTube, presumably. So what will happen is you will be forced, more or less, to use your Google Plus account, and people you know will be ranked higher, the video's author will be ranked higher, people you don't know will be ranked lower. Um, 
famous people from other places on YouTube will be ranked higher. So if people have a lot of followers, people have a lot of videos, they'll be ranked higher. Now, what's also interesting is that they'll still have the up, you know, plus one or minus one buttons per comment, like the thumbs up, the thumb down thing. So even if a famous person said something stupid, you could still rank it down and eventually it would disappear. So so that is nice. So there's still a way for the community to react to positive and stupid comments. So if I'm on Microsoft's page and I'm Bulmer and I just start downgrading all the comments Microsoft made about the new Surface commercials and stuff, like... Well, what would your name be? If I was famous, could I down somebody even faster? No, no, I don't don't think... Like if I'm B. Bulmer, like, could I... Would that be S. Bulmer, by the way? No, 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 His name is Steve Bulmer. Oh, fine. If you want to be... How many Steves... Steve Sonofsky, Steve Ballmer, Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak. That's a lot of high-powered Steves. Yeah, it was a famous name back in the 50s. I don't know when they were born. 50s, right? The guy was smoking pot in the 50s. He's got to have at least been So he's 150 now. I don't Well, allegedly. Okay, well, that's why. Yeah, so this this Google Plus thing with that uh, is going to be a travesty. But you know what isn't a travesty? The Google making their phones more secure. Unlike that Apple company... What they did is they uh, have updated the Android device manager. And to do that, they have now added the features to remotely lock your lost phone. So if it is on Wi-Fi or cellular data, so as long as it's touching a network somewhere, it will happen instantly so that if you do this, you set a password on your computer, like when when you've lost your phone, you walk up to your computer, you set a new password. Assuming the phone is on uh, some connection, it will immediately... Put up a screen. Whatever that person's doing will be kicked out. They'll put up a screen where you must enter the proper password that you just set. And before they even see this password, it will go back to the regular lock screen anyway. So there might be two passwords this person needs to brute force in order to get back into the phone. So presumably that's great. They've also enabled remote wipe and um, some other great things. Hmm. Cool. Hey, some big news happened and it almost got a special, but it didn't. Yeah, it's because it wasn't that big. Well... We all knew that, but you still said you might want to do a special, but it didn't make the special, so we have a little video from The Verge. But before that, let me just tell you about these new Surface tablets from the Microsoft. Tell me. So, you have your new Surface RT. Now it is called the Surface 2. It has two kickstand angles, which I don't know how, I mean, that would work. I mean, I know they had the little so, things and stuff, but that just seems a little weird. No, I only want it on landscape. So, so, so there's two kickstand angles, but it's only landscape. So, it's not like... It was hyped differently. I know it was hyped differently, but it's not vertical and like horizontal. But But so so it's like twenty two and then fifty. That's fine then. So so you know like how your iPad's cover can do the short triangle or the tall triangle. So it's like that. Both are incredibly short and worthless. I I understand, but that's what it's like. Yeah. But either way, fold nineteen twenty by ten eighty screen, uh, Tegra four, which everyone hates, but does produce ten hours of battery. And and uh, so what what is that product called? That is a Surface RT. Is it? Two. No, I don't think it's a Surface Or RT. the Surface 2. I think it's called the Surface 2. Isn't that yeah. a strange thing? But let me tell you about the Surface Pro. <gasps> it's different than MacBook. It's a MacBook Pro. I mean, a Surface Book Pro. Surface Pro 2. <laughs> I think a Surface Book Pro would be better. You know, it would only be better if it had an i5 as well. Um, and it does. Um, has a bunch of different size. It comes with different, starting at 64 gigs, um, as 128, 256, and, uh, 512 SSD sizes. Um, For bulk dollars, I might add. Well, yeah. But, speaking of bulk, it has 75% more battery life than the original Surface Pro. And how much battery life did the Surface Pro original have? I don't know, but I think it was around 8 hours. 
Yeah, I feel like it was between seven and eight, which isn't that great considering that, you know, that's a tablet. I mean, but if you can get 15, 16, that would be great. But it's not 15 or 16, it's probably like 12. Trust me, I won't have the screen on. And I won't have one. Yeah, that that's more likely. So they also said that the prices would be exactly the same. So your your Surface RT will be four forty nine, and your Surface Pro will be uh, seven forty nine. But there is no RT. What did I say? Surface RT. Darn. See, I think it's a Pro. See, oh, it's Surface Two. See, just just like just like Metro, you once once it starts, it doesn't end. The new UI, I mean Surface Two. Oh man, that's just that's so terrible. Well, you know, to solve that battery problem. You know, in case that, that, that seven or eight hours or ten or eleven, depending on who you ask, in case that wasn't good enough, Microsoft thought it'd be cool to make a bigger cover for you. It's called the Power Cover. And what it does is it gives you 30 watt hours or 50% more battery life. 50% more. Now, what they say is that on the Surface Pro, at least, this will double the battery life. So I hope it drains from the keyboard first. That would be nice, but... but do you know of it? No, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I, I doubt it does, in fact, actually. What I'm assuming it does is that it's just a battery, like an external battery pack, so it recharges so just, battery. Okay. That's what that I assume. That would be nice. Eh. Uh, but what I must say, though, is that it seems funny to me that they say that it will double the Surface Pro 2's battery life, but then they also simultaneously say that it will offer 50% more battery life. Don't worry. The next one will be like 250%. But, but what I'm saying is to double something in a percentage... What do you do? You add a hundred percent. Gosh, it's just the logical Don't uh, worry turmoil. Don't worry. Yeah. Nobody else's. I know. But that's nothing. If you had the new top, uh, so what you want is a type cover. That Not you a can touch use. cover. No, no, no. Those don't even exist. No. I mean, they, they shatter on buying. Yep. Um, or just slowly spit, split. Either way, the new type cover has a backlight. But that's not what got everybody crazy about it. It's one whole millimeter thinner. Wow. That's amazing. It's uh awesome. Do you want to... Uh, yeah, I don't even know. It's but if you thought the type cover was incredible, guess what? There's more. Uh, not, more covers? Yes, there's more cover. But it's not a cover that you can do anything with. It's not like it can reconfigure itself on demand like what it called a screen. No, no, no. It's something more strange. It's called a music cover. Do you know what it does? Ah, uh, what could it possibly do? Well, it doesn't look like a guitar or maybe a piano or even a drum. No, it's just a DJ pad. Basically, it has 16 buttons that you can map to musical sounds and then eight more buttons that you can toggle volumes up and down and hit play or pause. And then three sliders, like on a mixer. And you probably have to pay 50 bucks for it or something like that. And Microsoft really didn't say anything about the software that goes along with it because they're not making the software... They're letting third parties deal with it. I wouldn't want to deal with it directly either. Why is there a music cover? So Microsoft is basically saving with this is that covers are really cool. So what they said after they introduced this product is that they'd be opening up the cover support so that third parties could make covers that would work with the Surface product line and that you could do cool stuff with it if you wanted to. Like if somebody wanted a drum cover, they could make that. If somebody wanted some other kind of cover, they could make it. But my question to you is, why make a cover at all that has a discrete, you know, groove on it? Why not just have another screen and just be whatever you wanted it to be? Yeah, like my dad's flip phone has a clock on the other side. Like, right. I would love to have a cover that was just a giant clock. I would love to have a cover that is another screen. I I, I mean, but, unless it's for typing, then that would be sucky. But if it's for things that could change, like, sometimes I'm mixing, sometimes I'm composing, sometimes I'm drumming... 
Why isn't it a screen? So one of the things people suggested is that what if they made an e-ink version? So buttons. I was thinking about that too. Buttons don't need to change that frequently. Like you don't even necessarily like the 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 this cover that we're talking about here, the music cover. There's no indicator on it that you've tapped it. Like it doesn't jiggle, it doesn't vibrate, it doesn't change color. And I'd love so, to see Amazon make one for them. So right, is this opening the market for them? Right? No, they could uh, probably make one. They could, but they're not. Yeah, why would they? Mm-mm. Yeah. So, but the so you know that RT thing, not, not, not the surface, not, not the not, surface two, not the surface it's two, just the RT, the, the RT, and you can get one for three hundred fifty dollars. You still buy one? Oh, what? KC's weren't enticing, and you wanted to see if they're better. If you wanted to buy the old one, wow, that's. Um, I mean, most people want to still want to buy the old. Or one. they're trying to get rid of their nine hundred thousand id stack. I didn't think it was nine hundred thousand. Nine hundred thousand. Oh darn! I mean, I can't just sink them. They got to try to sell them. I mean, yeah. they're already written off. They're pure profit yeah. now. You're right. Yeah, they are pure profit now. Speaking of pure profit, mm-hmm. you know, Microsoft, they really need to profit. And they got rid of their only famous CEO for that very purpose. What? Not Bill Gates. No, no, Steve Ballmer. You know, the famous guy who won, who runs around on stage? Well, you know, they still haven't found a CEO yet, one that will make them profit. Of course, there's Elon. Uh, not, did I say Elon? There's there's Stephen Elop, the guy from Nokia, the one who worked at Microsoft and left to work at Nokia, then the, the one who came back to Microsoft when he was purchased. There's that guy. Mm-hmm. There's also the CEO of Ford. Oh. His name is Alan Mulally, and he was the guy who kept Ford out of the debt crisis, you know, in 2008, 2009, when all the big car manufacturers were just, who don't who knows doing what. Uh, and, uh, he was also the guy who decided to make a big time partnership with Microsoft, hmm, called Sync, so that all the Ford cars would Bluetooth pair with your phone and mm, sing to you or something. So, he's apparently one of the very considered candidates for the CEO position at Microsoft. Hmm. I wonder if he gets to pick who his replacement could be, because he's still at CEO for another 11 months, right? Um, I think he's lost pretty much all of his CEO privileges. Except for his paycheck privilege. Yeah, that, that's not a CEO privilege. That's an employee privilege. Is that how you think about it? Yes. Well, that's pretty clever. Uh huh. Yeah. But you know what's not clever? No. Nokia. Nope. Their they, their plan is to announce six new phones on October twenty second. Because you know one is you know awesome. Two is like oh wow, there's choices now. But six new phones. It seems oversaturated. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like, it seems a little crazy. But the phones are going to be huge. They're, they're uh, literally Premier Lumia uh, 1520. It's going to have a six inch display and it's going to be their awesome flagship. So it's, it's not going to be 15 inches. It's going to be six inches. Why is it called 1520? I don't understand. Well, they'll announce why on the 22nd. That's just how the whole Lumia line is. It's the Lumia 1020 and I don't understand why. Now, so I was reading more about this, and apparently they're not going to just release phones. They're also going to release a tablet, or they're going to talk about a tablet that they're not talking about now. And it's going to be called 2560 or something. Ooh. And it's what, going to be 25 inches? I don't understand. Wish. Yeah, I, I that would be huge. That would be That would be, be the eye table awesome. that we've been waiting for. You know, but it's always fun to hear from Bill, the good CEO, the real famous one. And in an interview with Harvard University, you know, where Bill didn't graduate from... He admitted that Control Alt Delete was a mistake. Really, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, he did, uh, and, Why? and he's not blaming himself for it. No, not at all. He's actually blaming the guy who designed the IBM keyboard, and the reason he is being blamed for that is that the IBM guy decided not to give Microsoft the one key they wanted. 
instead they uh had to compromise for uh, some kind of combo instead of getting the one key now i ask you what is that windows key doing down there but before you answer i think control alt delete was a good idea anyway i was about to say it's a standard it's nice and your mom won't accidentally hit it right so one of the things that microsoft had to deal with is um so after they got rejected on their one key deal they had to figure out um, a key combo. And so the original idea was to use control alt escape, but then they figured. That's too hard to hit. You just do one hand and to the left. Well, so what they, what they, what they figured though is that if for some reason something fell on the left side of keyboard, it would just do something bad. Yeah. Um, so what they decided to do was the, the control alt delete. So you'd need two hands or long hands. I like that. I think that was a very good compromise, but I think it's funny that Bill thinks it was a mistake and that he's blaming IBM for it. Well, they're still around, too. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you know the guy who hasn't been ejected yet? So, not a Bulmer? The Bulmer. The Bulmer. Yeah. So, he had his last company-wide meeting this week, and uh, he was tearful, not sweaty. Uh, there's a difference. And uh, we have a video to play. We won't play all of it, but just, just, just get an idea of how this is. They all have bracelets, too. I'm just going to enjoy, I just want to enjoy this for a minute. Soak it in, all of you. Soak it in. You work for the greatest company in the world. Soak it in. I want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This isn't about any one person. It's about this company. It's about a company that's important, that's forward thinking, that's innovative, that's ethical that hires great people and leads, lets them lead great lives, that helps people around the world realize their full potential. Yeah, so that, that, that's Balmer. He's uh, pretty uh, sad. Well, there. Like, you know, he's never going to do this again. Yeah, I mean, you, you can never get that many people in a little stadium to listen to him. So, yeah, that was pretty impressive. I love the big screen with little Metro icon in the bottom corner. That, that just Thank made me giggle. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty cool. Uh, so you can watch the whole video. I think the only clip they have posted publicly is this, uh, four and a half minute clip. Um, at the end of it, Bulmer sings a song, so you might want to stay tuned for that. Oh, I'd love to hear him sing. Would you, would you really? Yeah, I mean, him and a guitar saying, developers, developers of the world, like something like a guitar developing song. I mean, that would just be great. Wouldn't you? No. You know, I would actually pay that, money be, to see that. You know, I would do. <laughs> I would actually. Yeah. You should do that. Just you, just do it. Me? Yeah. I can find a guitar for you too. Really? Yeah. Where? Um, I'm sure there's at least three in my dad's house somewhere. You got one on the top floor, don't you? I don't know. I thought I saw one once. Yeah, maybe. Next, to like a tipped over treadmill. Oh gosh, I that must have been really heavy to get up there. I tripped on a garden fork. Yeah. 
Yes. Now, Bulmer is gone. We're done with him. Why don't we talk about some real products, not that Surface RT2 Pro crap. No, no, you have to say it. What? Bulmer has officially been fired. I don't know. Kindle fired? I don't get it. No, not not getting it. This is his last speech, so he's been ejected. Yeah, that's that's that was last week's joke. I, just, I don't get it. <sighs> Rolling jokes. <sighs> but it's not. It's not. Funnier. No, no, it doesn't make sense. Now, how about, how about this Kindle Fire event? Oh, wait. There wasn't an event. It just happened. Do you remember that day when we went to Fleet Farm? Yep. And then about an hour later, all of this Kindle Fire stuff started spewing. Look, I knew about that before you. For so- I was on their thing, and they had a little thing on there. Yeah, I know. You say that, but it's irrelevant. If um, What I'm talking about is the news didn't write a single story until after 9. But it was on their thing. For- that might be true. But nobody wrote about it until their embargo broke. And that is my problem with this. Really? Yeah. What embargo breaks at 9 p.m.? I don't know. But anyway, why don't, we, why, don't, why don't we talk about what they released? Okay. What did they release? Fires. Yeah, what? what it's kind? been uh, two years since they've had a fire. No, it's actually just been since last year. It seems like two years because that's well, didn't... a long time ago. Now this is this is their new fire stuff, and so they have a Kindle HD model, and that's their one hundred and thirty nine dollar price Kindle. You know, it's it's HD if you count seven twenty p as HD. You know, you might do that, and uh, it's great. Buy one now. It's pretty cheap, right? But here's the problem: it doesn't come with a front facing camera, or a rear facing camera, or a microphone, or the headlining feature. Um, the other two, what they're calling the K- Kindle HDX. Now, it's not one product; it's two products because that'd be too easy. It is the seven and eight point nine inch models. Um, why they didn't just go with nine inch at that point, I don't know. But uh, the seven point, the seven inch comes with a two point two gigahertz Snapdragon eight hundred processor, our favorite, right? Yeah. It comes with two gigabytes of memory, which is wonderful, uh, and it comes with a nineteen twenty by twelve hundred screen. Which is better than 1080p, I might add, as far as I know. Um, so that's pretty good, I think. Yeah, it's very cool. And that's only $229. It's not too bad. That's an amazing price. That's actually better than a, um, a Kindle, um, I mean, a Nexus 7, um, because it's coming with a Snapdragon and not an S4 Pro. So that that's a great deal. I'm I'm really impressed with that. Um, now, it's interesting that the next te- step up, the Kindle... HDX 8.9, that is only the same processor, the same amount of memory, and the same storage. It's just a bigger device running at 2500 um, by 1600. So it's interesting that the more expensive product doesn't have any spec bumps other than the screen, but I suppose that's okay too. Yeah. So, so the big headline feature for the the all of that was its own hardware, but the software side also had its headline, which was a new OS. It's you know reworked again. We don't know which version of Android running on it. It could be four point two, but we don't know for sure. Um, but their big time feature is that it's called Mayday. Yeah, that's very cool. So you know, but what you it only does. get it if you have the HDX. Yes. Because so, you need the speaker, the the microphone to yeah. make it work. But do you know what it does? So it's like trouble, or it's like tech support or something. Yes. Like it's supposed to be. If you're having trouble with it, you can just Mayday. So on the front screen, on the home screen of the device, there'll be a button along the top that says Mayday. You tap it, and within 15 seconds, a person will appear on your screen, and they'll be able to help you with whatever problem you might be having with your device. Now, what's really cool though is that usually you associate VNC with Computers, right? Mm-hmm. Well, somehow 
Amazon has concocted a magical tool to allow them to basically VNC into a tablet. Because the person on the other end, the, the Mayday person, they can control the entire device. They can draw on the screen. They can move you. you they can scroll you up and down. And it's very full-featured. That's uh, very cool and creepy, and I wouldn't want that feature. I think it's a really cool feature. So imagine my grandmother getting her first tablet, and it's a you know Kindle a KHD7. That's pretty cool because she has a lot of problems with her f- devices, and well, I don't want to talk to her. So you probably get her the HDX, uh, the the nine point eight one or the eight point nine. I don't think so. That's too big. It's no, it's perfect. That way she can actually because one of my problems is and with old people I've noticed is I can't. Type. have precision when they yeah. type. But if they have a giant screen, they can't not miss. Well, but, but you have to understand that she's been using this little four-inch screen on her phone. But she can't type anything. No, she, she she goes on Facebook and types all the time with that thing. It's amazing. But that's because she has a physical keyboard. You know, the physical keyboard on the on, yeah, on yeah. the slide-out keyboard, right? Does she actually use that? Yeah, all the time. Because I remember when I, I saw her, about, I met her like two weeks after she got her phone, and she didn't it know was, that it... was two it, days. It, it, I hype things differently than you do. Um, and she didn't know it popped out. Like, you had to show she, her she again. She knew it popped out. She just didn't know how to do it. She thought it was different than her old phone, and it's not. But I, I admit it. It's really interesting. I think it's a great, great idea for normal people. The question is, how does it scale to, you know, 100,000 devices? And then what? To, at any one time, how many people are maydaying? My first day of having it, I'm going to just ask a stupid question. Exactly. Like, you, I would have it hooked up to the board. I wonder if they'd be able to tell, like, there's a million audio ins and audio outs. Oh, I'm sure you probably, I'm sure they could tell. If they can VNC all that, they're... Well, it, I, I don't know if it's VNC, but it's VNC-like, you know what I mean, right? Well, if they can draw on the screen they and can draw on the and screen. close and open. Yeah, they can do everything. So. It's impressive. Now, it's funny, so in some of the videos that you can watch about this particular thing, this, this feature, is the you as the user is going to, like add your email account and you needed help with that. So when you get to the email account screen, you know, to set up your account for the first time, you have to enter your email address and your password. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, okay, so I'm at the screen with the username and password button. At this point, I will pause the video feed. You you can still talk to me and I can still hear you, but I won't be able to see the screen anymore. That's cool. And so the guy is the one, the, the Mayday person is the one who pauses the video stream. You as the initiator don't have that control which is really weird in some respects but that's fine that's fine but what if um you needed help like archiving or deleting an email like can they can just see your whole email inbox that's fine it's bodies are hidden there right and it i don't think it matters honestly yeah but one one kind of interesting thing so you're saying that the the, um it's only for the ones that have microphone but the kindle fire hd 8.9 does have an internal microphone but there is no mayday support wait which one's that the HD, the previous one, but the big HD, yeah, yeah, the previous generation doesn't. I mean, but it's still. Why doesn't it? Because it's got a mic and it's got everything. Because it's the previous version. But it's still HD. But it's not an HDX. That. I mean, but why isn't it a software upgrade? Like, uh, I think micro. Uh, did I say Microsoft? I think Amazon wants people to cycle through these devices. This is the first time I think these are any good. Uh, a sna- remember last year they were using those TI processors. And then Texas Instruments said, no more OMAP for you. So this is the first time they've ever used a Qualcomm processor. A Snapdragon 800, you know, it's good this year. It'll probably be pretty good next year, regardless of what Qualcomm puts out. So I think they want people to upgrade as fast as humanly possible to these. Yeah, and the price is affordable Uh, in the tablet. Extremely aggressive. So what, 229 and what was the other one? Uh, 379. Extremely aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Or or if you want to get the basic HD, 139. Right, and that one sucks, so don't buy that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else do you know? 
Oh, uh, I also know that um, Amazon is beginning to allow Amazon Instant Prime videos on the new Kindles to be stored for offline viewing, which makes me so happy. And the content will be on the device for 30 days or 48 hours after initial viewing. It's pretty cool. Because you know how hard it is for me to stream stuff. Right. I can can only do it in 144p. Exactly. Um, So if I could download it in the 340p offline. Well, you could probably, if you went to somewhere with high bandwidth and then you went home and you could just watch it. Yeah. I mean, I wish they'd have this for the desktop. Mm -hmm. Do you think they will? Um, I don't. They probably won't do it unless they had an app. On the desktop? Yeah. Because I I feel like they have to have it dermed up and down. And so they could only do that in the siloed storage of, of some kind of app. Um. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think my next question would be, would they ever do this for iOS or Android? Um, Because this is a great feature for not just Kindle users. And these are this this particular feature is only available on the um, HDX currently, not even the old versions. So if you could do it on an iPad or on a, you know, a Nexus 7 or or an iPhone or whatever, that'd be great. But I think they'd run into um, problems with... um, like, you know, certain apps can only have so much storage allocated to them. So maybe they're breaking their own, like, they can do their, you know, privilege to magic on their own devices or something. I don't think they could do the double sandbox magic inside no. of two sandboxes with a third one watching from the outside. Especially when it's embedded within each other. I know it's so bad. Yeah. It's a great deal. I hope they uh, bring it elsewhere. So why don't we talk about some uh, breaking records for iPhones? Want to talk about those? I know you don't, but why don't we do that anyway? Why not? Well, now, how many iPhones do you think Apple sold last weekend when they launched the iPhone 5, S, and C? I don't know, a million? A million, okay. Well, that's what they released. That's what they uh, sold in the first year of iPhone's lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't we try again? 500,000? Mm-mm. All right, 2 million. Mm-mm. Three? Mm-mm. All the analysts were thinking, eh, four, maybe five million. Then I'm going to go six million. No, no, you're still wrong. Seven? No. Eight? No. Nine? Nine million? million. It's over nine million. There's, there's no love there. No, it no. It's not, no. It's not cool. No, it's not? <laughs> okay, then. Well, nine million iPhones in opening weekend. It's pretty impressive if you think about how many people already have iPhones, and then somehow people decided to go buy more iPhones. Now, here's what you must notice. It doesn't say what iPhones are purchased. Presumably, people did not rush out to buy the free iPhone 4S, but maybe 1% of that 9 million did. So, take a million off, maybe, or, you know, 100,000 off. 900,000 off, but oh well. Um, And then everybody else is split between the 5C and 5S. Well, that's not really what I hear. Yeah, so what I hear is that the 5S sold three times better than the 5C. In the United States. In the United States. So, what that tells me is that... As we thought, 5C is bogus. But it has so pretty so, back so, th- so, so that must mean, at least in the United States, that... People are smart. About eight, 7 million of the phones were 5Ss. Which is but that more nine million, than 5. That, that 9 million number, just so you know, is global, so that, that doesn't make sense. But what i'm saying is majority of the phones sold in the united states were 5s's so that 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 goes to show you that i don't understand that 5c yeah so who's the 5c for then people who can't afford to spend 50 or 100 dollars more but it doesn't make sense it's 50 or 100 dollars more like the the price barrier there doesn't exist because if you're buying apple stuff i mean that's a pair of headphones exactly i mean but it's but it's not because if you're buying apple stuff you're buying bose headphones 
I suppose. Yes. So I don't really know what's going on there. Now, last week we mentioned, or at least Brent Mitchell mentioned, that the iOS 7 had about 35% penetration on the devices since that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this week it has grown even further. I think we're about 11 days out now. And that number has reached 60% saturation. So 60% of the entire compatible user base of iOS devices are now running the latest version. And I just want to share one thing. My device still has 6 on it. Yeah, so you're one of that 30%. Live it up. 40%. Whatever, I rounded it down. Good work there. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Either way. And those 60% of devices that still need to update are going to go to iOS 7.0.2. Soon. Very soon. Um, an update that fixes screen lock bypasses and uh, a few other malicious things. Yeah, it's kind of a problem when you... You know, remember when your your iPad had that issue? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. How, how did you do it? Like, you would... You, you'd, uh, as you're closing the cover, hold down the oh, power button. right, right. And then right. when you open it up... It would just, be open. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, I, I don't know what the specific problem with the, the new update was, but uh, it's fixed. I read about it. But I didn't care about it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had to have physical access to exploit. And I feel like <sighs> it's already point, over. Yeah. It's actually not now that they've added that new activation lock thing. So at least for the iPhones, so like if you have an iPhone, you can't wipe it. And then when you come back to it, you can't reactivate it for a different SIM card unless you have the original Apple ID. So if it works like that on an iPad, so uh, physical physical access doesn't mean that much in the long run anymore, if that's true. I wish. Yeah. Well, uh, Apple also quietly updated their iMac line with i5 and i7 Haswell processors. But there are some interesting notes that are interesting. Specifically, the 21.5-inch model has an extra empty SSD slot. Now, this could be for Fusion drives, or it could be that Apple will soon allow you to have multiple drives pre-shipped. That'd be kind of cool and pretty nice of them. Now, it appears that because it's empty already you can just slide one in yourself because it's a slot and not just solder directly onto the board, which is pretty nice. But the problem is the 21.5-inch model also has a problem with soldering, and that is the CPU is soldered directly to the motherboard. So have you ever heard of somebody upgrading their iMac? No. No, I haven't either. I don't know why anybody cares, but it's funny that Apple's doing this. I assume that most mobile processors just are soldered now. It's easier. Yeah, and... I Intel was trying to do that with their whole thing. Well, yeah, uh, Broadwell the... will be um, soldered directly onto motherboards next season, anyway. So yeah, and yeah. then that's that's the future. I it's know. unfortunate, but oh well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Apple has announced its tech talks. It's like uh, mini WWDCs scattered all throughout the world. Like, it's wonderful. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, so you can go to San Francisco, New York, Tokyo, Shanghai, Berlin, or London. Not that anyone would want to go to London. Uh, Why did our Vikings go to London? You know, so that that is a weird thing. So today, the Vikings, that's our football team here in Minnesota. You know, I just realized? What? The, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers that they've played. Why is it funny? Oh, the only other division of the network is uh, oh, that's Pittsburghing. Funny. Huh, that's really funny. Yeah. Well, our sports team and Bailey are met in London today. Let's fly there now. Uh, no, it's no, in London. It's... Why would anyone go there? But if we flew now, it would be 6 a.m. by the time we got there. It's over, though. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's let's talk about something that neither of us care about. I- Valve. Ian Buck? No, 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 we're not talking about Ian. Oh. Valve. Oh, Valve. Valve. What'd they do this week? Do you know? 
don't know. What is is a valve? I have valves in my house. Well, this is a different kind of valve. This is when you turn, and when you do, games come out. Does it let out a lot of steam and BS? Just the latter. BS? Yeah. Oh. Well, what could it be? Uh, Steam OS, in fact. Oh, wow. What, what, what Valve positions this as is a free Linux distribution that is strongly inclined to play games somehow for you. And what they're saying is that they'll be focusing on, uh, providing you a wonderful world class operating system to play games on. That's all we know. Oh, and it's free. Now, does it meet up to the four freedoms? Um, why don't you tell us what the four freedoms, freedoms are? Zero. The freedom to run the program you wish on what for whatever purpose. Um, the freedom number one. The freedom to study the program source code and change it so yes, programs that, that so you can do. Um, one is satisfied. Zero is f- satisfied as far as we know. The freedom to make e- and distribute exact copies when you wish. Is that number two? That's number two. Uh, we don't know that, but presumably not. And for freedom number three, the freedom to make distribution copies of your modified version when and as you wish. Like, so you can modify it and then republish it as Steam. Like, using their logos would be included in that. Can I you, I use their logo feel now? feel like you can't. So is it a free and open distribution of Linux? No. I'm going to go with no. Because I can use the DB logo for whatever I want. That's, that's free and open. But. But I can't use Steam. My like, definition of free and open is that it's free as in I didn't pay for it. So that, that's what it will be. And. Uh, it will be open in that I can install other things than it comes with. So, so it melts in front of the four founding freedoms of the FSF. Yeah, but th- those are the freedoms that normal people don't acknowledge. Because normal people are slaves to the wills of, well... I thought you were going to say Verizon, but okay. Well, Verizon about- too. <laughs> Whatever. Let's talk about Steam Machines now. Steam Machines? Uh, no, now, these I don't actually know a thing about, but I heard they came out. But they didn't actually. So Steam Machines is what the Steam OS is going to run on. And so basically Steam has found, did I say Steam? I mean Valve has found a bunch of OEMs. They claim at least 20 of them, which is impressive considering that I don't I even can't name 20. I, I can't even name 10 Windows OEMs. I don't really know how that works. Well, there's probably going to be a Dell one because they have the, like the Ubuntu but crafts. Can you imagine but... a Dell Gaming Tower? Yeah. yeah. I can imagine a Dell Gaming Laptop, wait, too. Wait, doesn't Dell make Alienware? Yeah, they, they do. So maybe that would make sense, then. Yeah. Okay. Well, so but so that's cool. So they're announcing their intent to give SteamOS to OEMs to make Steam machines. But here's what's important about this particular part. It's called the Eligibility Quest on Steam. So they're going to give 300 lucky Steam gamers a Steam machine sometime this year. Before stuff stuff starts opening up for the public in 2014. In order to apply to this eligibility quest, you must do these things before August, I mean October 25th. You must log into Steam, that is step one. You must join the Steam Universe community group, that is number two. Number three, you must agree to the Steam hardware and beta test terms and conditions. Which probably means that you can't talk about whatever you beta test for them. Number four, you must have at least 10 Steam friends. That's going to be impossible for me. Number five, you must make a Steam community profile. You have more than 10 Gmail accounts you can just link to some Steam thing. Like, I'm sure it's not 10 credit cards, because there's free games you can yeah, just you're download. Yeah, right. but, but so you can let me, just kind of fake me, it up. Let me do five, and then I'll tell you why I'm not going to do that. Oh. And number six... I see what you did there. <laughs> You must play a game using a gamepad in big picture mode. 
Wow. Now, together, these six things prevent most normal humans from playing with a Steam machine. And now you asked, why don't you just cheat and just uh, spam some accounts? That would be contributing to the spyware's growth. And therefore, that is a prohibited action. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't do that. So, Oh, so one thing that all gamers do is they do it on the controller, except for a few people who do it on keyboard and mouse. So most PC people use a keyboard and mouse, and most console people use a controller. That makes sense. And I love the Xbox controller, and you love the PlayStation controller for its small petiteness. Yeah, I really do enjoy that. And I love the Microsoft controllers because I love the... You push the stick in, and you do all the other things for, like... uh like bringing up the scope on in Halo and other things. And I love the joysticks. Like I love this, the feel of them. Mm-hmm. So do you know what Valve does? Um, you're telling me that you love the sticks. So you'd probably assume they'd put a stick or one or two, maybe on maybe a D pad. And if you know, they're making maybe, a controller. They'd, maybe they'd make it like two handed. Right. So, well, controls are uh, that, that Nintendo 64 controller. Oh, the three handedness. I hated the three handedness. <laughs> I, I I just I could never find enough hands. <sighs> yeah, I hated that controller. But no, Valve makes this new controller, and it looks like crap. And there's no sticks. It's just you stroke your hands on these things. Stroke your I mean, hands. I mean your thumbs. Like it's got this weird trackpad almost. So like. so let let's talk about this. There are two circular trackpads, one for each thumb, and then. Um, those trackpads are also buttons, I might add, so you can depress them, and presumably those are, like, pressure-sensitive buttons, so it'll be able to detect where on the trackpad you're clicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that it, those are high-resolution, too, so that's very accurate. Although you're using your thumbs, and those are kind of big, so I don't know why that's necessary yeah. or important. Um, I have a Y and X and a B and an A. Yeah, so those are right on the edges of those, you know, trackpad buttons that are circular. Then there's a touchscreen in the middle, which does who knows what. There are three buttons below it. Unmarked. Yes, that are unmarked. I don't know what those could possibly do. And so... And then there are trigger buttons on the back, two trigger buttons on each side, and then on the inside where the, the like your middle fingers and pinky fingers are, mm-hmm. there are buttons on the sides of the grips. Yeah. So... so you know I, yeah. how on the Xbox controller it had the beautiful triggers and it had the beautiful bumpers. I like right. get to everything. Yeah. Do you see where the triggers are shoved on this one? I do. Like, how can anyone with a set of hands use this? Well, ask Nintendo. They had three. You know, but that that was fine. Like, so it was in the 90s? Yes. Oh, so you're saying we should have like, standards now. So I had I had Pokemon Red and I also had Pokemon Stadium, which means I can use the the those the only time I ever used my leftmost hand on the leftmost side of the stick and then my right hand in the middle column. Like like I've almost always just had my left hand in the middle and then that. Like that's how everyone used it on sixty four. So I was actually reading old Nintendo Powers today and I, I found one of my favorite games reviews. Um the Oh my goodness, why can't I remember? It was a demolition team game where you got a decommission zone or something. You blew up little towers and stuff. It was cool. Not not the um, Japanese free zone? No. Okay. So, But either way, I don't like the looks of this. I don't think anyone would like it, and I don't know how much it costs. Well, so I don't know how much it costs, but let's guess. $100 a controller. Oh my gosh, you're a genius. That's exactly what I said yesterday on 8-Bit. Oh, I had to listen to your 8-Bit. I know you didn't. Oh, of course I didn't. I have the show log accesses do. No, I, I think $100 seems to me like that would be the perfect price for that particular thing, at least until their hardware prices come down through mass production. 
Like that's seen two touchpads and then an additional touchscreen in the middle. That seems pretty expensive to me. I don't know if you think so, but I do. Um, I, I think a hundred dollars seems right. I mean, I don't think you can like Sony or Nintendo sells the sticks right for a hundred or fifty bucks usually, mm-hmm. like a nunchuck thing or something, right? I don't remember anymore. I don't either, but I feel like it was a ripoff when I bought the hollow piece of white plastic from Nintendo. Yeah. I feel like something with meat in it probably would be more expensive. Yeah, so so with the Wiimote, you could store your Mii profiles on it and mm-hmm. take it and go to another person's house and then download your Mii things. So this is a touchscreen and other things. I imagine you could put a bunch of your profile stuff and I don't know I'm, what you're I'm sure you can. Because sure everything's can. in the cloud anyways. I'm sure you could. Well, maybe your login credentials. Yeah. That'd be nice. Like you keep your gamer profile and everything. Right. You just go over to your friend's house and call And it would just, if you have your controller, it just logs you in. Yeah. That seems to be clever. Yeah. And so one thing I really liked about uh, the Dreamcast was... The little screen? Like, you, you, it, it came out. Yeah. And so when you're just you're meeting up with somebody in the park and like, hey, I have this extra Digimon egg. Take it. Just meeting uh, up with somebody in the park, huh? Well, that was all what Digimon was about. Like, you know, the Digidestins were like, oh, I'm going to park this and then park and then trade stuff. I'm, I always felt like a Digidestin when I had my Tamagotchi. I understand. Yeah, I can see that. So do you know what I was doing when I was deer hunting, too? Catching them all? So, no, I, I got home, or I got to my grandparents' home, and I was out down in their cabin, and they had a old, old, old TV. But they had a Sega console next to it, and I was playing oh. Echo's Dawn of Time little dolphin game where you can move the dolphin. Oh, like, I played that. Three different, you did? Yeah. Like, you, you press like one and you shoot like a pulsar of yeah. waves. I didn't know stuff. what was going on. I, I, I never got past the first level. I didn't even try. I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, but it was cool because like, you know the, the, the A and the B and then I feel the, like I was like five when I saw it. I don't know, but they still have it and it still works. It's amazing. It is pretty impressive. Um... So, you know, let's go back to the Steam machine. Can we do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Briefly. So we played the game, how much does the controller cost? Let's play the game, how much does the Steam machine cost? Nobody buy it if it was more than 350 Okay, but like, let's let's play the game first of all. They allegedly said they had 20 OEMs. I so can't even... it's got to be like a full-fledged computer then. That's kind of what I think. Um, so, now, if that's true, and there isn't just one manufacturer, either themselves as in Valve or just one partner, that means there's going to be... Presumably, at least 15 boxes, right? Yes. Well, five of them will drop out after they discover that there's no market for this, right? And so then... the will ne- the biggest five, too. Like Oops. Toshiba, Dell, and everyone else just... Pew, gone. Did, can you imagine, like, an HP Steam Machine and then an HP Chromebook? You set them on top of each other and they melt? Or I don't know what I'm talking about. You wouldn't have to put them on top of each other. I mean, they oh, wait, just so the melt machine... independent corners of the room. Two piles of orange plastic. I love it. I don't know how orange it's going to be, but it well, could I'm, be orange. I'm buying that orange Chromebook from HP. Well, but anyway, let, let's get back on track. So at least 15 machine, uh, fifteen computers, right? Yeah. How much can – there can only be so many price points within that 15. So what? It starts from 300 – it starts from 100 to 1,000. That's absurd. If it does get an Alienware, it's not absurd to ask three grand for something. But, but who's going to buy that? There are suburb kids why, why? somewhere in the state. So, so then at that point, it's not really buying a steam machine. It's just buying a computer. And then at that point, why don't you just buy a computer with Windows on it? Because you're a rich, yuppie suburb kid. Okay, so then you do that. And so then what? It's relegated to a console? I don't understand that marketing perspective. So if it, if it does cost $300... That that's only that that's not much more or less than an Nexus Seven, is it? So what? It has the power of an S4 Pro. That's absurd. So what? It has the power of a Bay Trail. That's absurd too. 
what processor can you put of any importance? Can you put it for three hundred dollars in a in a computer? Like you can't put an i seven, so that's out the window. You could put an i five, but then you couldn't put a power supply in it. I mean, so what do you do? How do you build a machine that's good for cheap? I mean, uh, the PS4 and the Xbox One, they're putting essentially A10s in their machines, in their in their consoles from AMD. Buy they're a co- bunch of Broadwell chips? With they're not no- even out yet. It's, neither is this machine. I know, but those are coming in 2015, so it's kind of a trick question. When were these? 2014. That already feels years away. I understand. <sighs> Wish Broadwell was here. I don't. I don't wish that personally, but I, I. I just don't know how the money works out here. Like you suggested earlier, that they might have like some kind of subscription. So you you pay ten bucks or seven bucks or okay, whatever. So on their thing, it says free forever. So I don't. I, it can't be. But but what if to like what if they did that? So everybody suspected Microsoft of doing something like that. Like you buy a subscription to Xbox Gold Live edition phone series phone and then your xbox instead of being four hundred dollars it's a hundred bucks up front and then you just pay it off the course of two years or whatever mm. i wouldn't like that but maybe somebody would like that i don't know but what do you think the price of an average steam machine would be it's not going to be good enough to make a wonderful console should i stop thinking of it as a console i think you have to should i think of it as a computer should i think of it as a computer i like think of it as a lesser Chromebook Pixel. Okay, but I guess what I'm asking... Well, so, right. So, then I, I think it, t- it tends towards that. But but then, how do people afford it? Like, why is it better than buying a PS4? I mean, because there's going to be laptops and desktops of the this thing. I don't think there'll be laptops. That's I, weird. No, I guess no, no, there no. could be. People love LEDs and crazy stuff and their gaming rigs. They're going to shove some LEDs up it, and it's going to be like, Steam Machine in... And it's going to be sad and ennui to look at. Like, just it'll just fill you with a terrible rage. Hi. Yeah. I, I, well, I guess we're done with that. Why don't we talk about AMD? Oh, sorry. I just I just remembered who they were. <laughs> they know, haven't been in the news recently. Yeah, you know, we haven't talked about AMD processors or graphics cards in a really long time. But this week, AMD decided to release an amazing product. It beats the Titan. Wow. Beats the Titan. Beats the Titan. Oh, wow. That's... What do you think this particular product would be named? Now, keep in Titan mind... Destroyer? No, 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 no. Uh... Keep in mind that the current lineup, the best pro- uh, the best graphics card in the current lineup, is called the Radeon HD 7970. What do you think the thing that beats even the Titan would be called then? I would think be called the R9-290X. You'd be right. That just sounds like I could say that in a casual conversation with my gaming friends. Yeah, you know, like I have the 7970. Oh, I have the R9 290X. Yeah, it's, it's not nearly as easy. There's too many syllables. But the naming aside, I guess I can't hold AMD against it for them for that. But I can say Volcanic Islands pretty easily. I, mean, that, that's just... I, I can say that pretty well. I can say Hawaii really well, too. But But what about its hardware? Well... It has the 2816 Steam processors. Did I say Steam? I meant Stream. Uh, it's split a, among 44 clusters. There are 64 rendering output units. There's 176 texture mapping units. It's going to be clocked around 900 megahertz. There will be a 512-bit memory bus with DDR5, which is really impressive because even it's my... It's not even GDDR. It's, yeah, it's GDR. 
are five. Ah, but, okay. but what's impressive is that it's five twelve wide instead of the two fifty six that I have in my at the time top of the end card. So that's really impressive. It's going to come with uh, DirectX eleven point two, which I didn't even know existed. Uh, and uh, oh my gosh, I just don't even understand what they were doing here. So apparently, it's faster, but only slightly than the Titan, and it's around ten percent faster than the seven eighty. But here's my problem with this. They're, they, they, they are saying that it's faster than the Titan, which is fine. They can say that. But it's not really good for them to say that it's only slightly faster than the Titan because you know next month NVIDIA is just going to say, oh, well, here's the Titan 2. It's twice as fast as the original Titan or something. You know, that's what's going to happen. And I just feel like that's kind of a missed boat. It's the current fastest thing. People are going to buy it. And so the... um. The the real thing that we're waiting for, Hawaii, Hawaii Pro, and Hawaii XT, those will be coming officially on October. This is just kind of a preview to tide us over until then. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we got just one more story, and it's uh, not really a story. It's just kind of a shout-out thing. So do you know the uh, RMS? I do the, know him. Because I, I hear you're part of the same order. Because I hear you're Taliban Knight, and he's the... Oh my gosh, you spelled Knight wrong! I, I figured you'd be more angry about the way I spelled the thing in the next story, but uh, I don't even know what you're on about. But it's been 30 years since RMS has started his uh, campaign of the Free Software Foundation. And what does he have to show for it? Disrespect and hatred. Towards everyone, equally. It's free. No. Yeah. So, no plugs this week. Oh, no, I've been signed out. Um, how? I signed out of my Gmail. Oh. Didn't think I would attack my, uh... Docs? docs? You didn't think so, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, never, never plugs this week because I'm too tired for that. Um... But if you're thinking you don't have enough podcast in you, and you want to hear an interesting discussion about the his or the future of gaming, not the history of gaming... Listen to listen the fringe. To fringe. Yeah, um... It's a when, little which, bit of a buck I, roast I, I, in there. A fine buck roast, I might add. That, yeah. that coffee is ground to bits. Um, and I'm surprised you're not angry about how I spelled roast either. Because you, you told me it had an A in it, and I'm like, you didn't tell me where, so I just put an A in the start. You know, in C, that would have been fair game, so you're, you're fine with that. I'm fine with that. Good. Like, I love jumps, too. Is, is, there, is there jump in C? I don't even know. Yeah, no. Okay, good. <laughs> you think about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, listen to the thing. We make fun of Ian Buck's uh, blog. We don't make fun of it. We critically analyze it. And and it's Jeffing abilities. I, I basically say, oh gosh, I basically say that I don't understand what Ian Buck's going on about because he loves Nexus devices and guess who makes those? Google. Now I know you're going to say, well, Google doesn't actually make the hardware, but Google makes the reference design and then somebody just goes and implements it. Or Google sees, oh, look, that design looks really nice. Let's change it a little bit, and then let's market it as our own. That's what Google does. And they're making the hardware, and they're making the software. And guess when a new version of Android usually comes out? Alongside new hardware. I know it doesn't happen every time, but it happens almost every time. And it has happened almost every time. That's the point. Hardware and software go together. That's the best experience. Ask Nintendo. Ask Sony. Ask Maybe Microsoft. I don't know. Uh, see if that Xbox doesn't suck or not. The point is, hardware and software, they go together. Yeah. Well, okay then. So, uh, what do you do next week? I'm uh, I'm uh, not going deer hunting for a change. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm uh, waiting a week till all the uh, things stop. Uh, did you just hear some explosions? Sorry. I, it's just 
So today is Sunday, and I just got back into town, and this is the final, final day of Shinjeki no Kyojo. Uh, this, is, this is Attack on Titan. Yeah, Not is... the AMD's things, the other things. Um, this is That's really funny. Whatever's. Yeah, okay. Uh, this is the last episode, yeah, and we the... have to promptly watch we, it. We will. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I don't know what events are happening next week, um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's good. I don't have any specific plans either. Uh, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at MatthewPedrill.com! What email address? Oh, you can also email me at uh, yourdreamguy at nexuslabs.org. And don't forget the dash that makes him dashing. Oh, it's the dash that makes me dashing, always. <laughs> Eternally dashing. Either. And, of course, you can find me, Ryan Ramperson, just about everywhere, especially on the Twitter, Ryan Amar, and, of course, on the Google+, Plus, which is where I put most of the links I put in this show on the Google Plus in real time throughout the week, and you can see that next week and the week after and every week from now on, probably, unless I get ghost. Okay. Uh, and uh, you can read the show before I even talk about the stuff on the show, which would make you want not listen to the show. So I don't really know what you want to do anymore. <sighs> if they made it this far, they know what they want. I don't even think so. Yeah. People don't know what they want until they're told. You know that. Oh. Oh, that, uh... Jane Austen, no, not Jane Austen. Julian Assange video uh, oh, movie is out. Oh, did you see the trailer for that? His hair looks amazing. It is such a terrible movie. No, 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 we have to see that. I didn't want to see the Jobs crap, but I need to see this I, I really do want to see it, too. And the way he speaks is disgusting, and... We have to post now! <laughs> we have to post it now! And then, and then he's sitting there in his little white shirt typing, and it's like, how do you make typing look menacing? Like that. Yes. There was no, there's no cross-hand typing. Maybe no, so. there's no cross-hand typing, but on a MacBook Air, can you really cr- type cross-handed? You can barely type one-handed. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a video next time. So, it's uh, been a good week. Huge week. And uh, have a good one. Have a good one. not want to do a show what are you talking about it's wednesday i know it's wednesday but i told you i can't do it I, I'm, I'm even here at five o'clock it's even before six thirty. but we have to do it on wednesday because i'm leaving in a few minutes i'm studying for my midterm go away uh, you, you call that studying all i see is like chicken scratch on loose leaf paper what you see is a diagram of earth science this is a subjection fault well it's subjective to being missing too so Scoot it aside and let's do a show. No. I, I even got show notes. We are um, not doing a show today. It's five o'clock. It's Wednesday. I'll go get some brats. We can do the show and we can... There's still two whole days of news left. We can't do the show today. All right, let's, let's uh, do it Sunday. What are you doing Sunday? The show will be done by Sunday. The show happens every week on Friday at 6.30. Yes, 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 yes. It's never happened. Um, it's always been about 7 or 8 or 9 or even 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> We've had had that happen. But no, we need to do a show now. No, you're not doing a show now. Look. <sighs> did you bring the iPad? We could do an iPad special. We could do that. I didn't bring it. What did you bring? I got my bow. No. I got some stuff. A bow did not get iOS 7. Uh, yeah. It got bow OS 7. Yeah. But, okay, if I go get it, can we do it? Uh, we can do an iPad special. I, but, no, I want to do the show, because I, I want to leave now so I can get there before dark. No, we can't do at Look, the I set up my 95 stand. on Wednesday. We have to do it on Friday. Who, 
okay, I'm not going to be here. Who are you going to do for that show? I don't know. I'll find if them. If Ian Bach takes my spot one more time, I, I would have to shoot him. He'll have to deal with that. Or maybe cut his brake lines or something. I don't know. Don't worry. He'll, he'll figure he'll it out. He'll crash. Yeah. Even if I just tell him good luck and safe driving. No, we're not doing the show now. No, no, just not happening. I've got to study for this midterm. It's tomorrow. It's going to be the longest midterm I've ever taken in my life. You know what? Hey, by the way, a midterm in September. You know what? I, I don't care. I quit. Um, you again? You, you, you have fun doing 95, 96, 97, and 98, and 99 and 100 by yourself. You coming back to 101? I'm not coming back. Okay. But there is not going to be ATN anymore. You think so? Because I am done. Okay. I, I, I can't do this. Okay, we'll can't see work. you next week. I, I got to get meat on the table. Meat on the table, huh? That's where I keep it. Bye. Doesn't even know how to shut a door after 95 episodes. I would shut the door if we had dominoes.